We are going live and we are live. Yo, 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 tell me what you know. Welcome to the Sunshine Show. Woo! <laughs> what is up, everybody? Thank you guys for hanging out with me tonight, um, this morning, this afternoon, wherever in the world you may roam. You guys, I have the most special guest for you tonight in the house. I have the most amazing, the most fabulous, the most phenomenal, the most Bowie of them all. I have Kaya Hall of Sensi Trails and Strictly Skunk in the house. What's up, Kaya? What's up, people? How you guys doing? <laughs> Hell yeah. So uh, tell me a little bit about your day today. What have you been up to? Well, today I was supposed to have a rehearsal and it ended up being canceled. So I took the day to go out in the garden and I've got a big old garden out in the back, big greenhouse that I've got all irrigated. So when I'm gone, it takes care of itself, but I'm kind of setting it up for the year right now. And I've got like a bunch of different lettuces and tomatoes and strawberries and peas and carrots and radishes and every everything, every kind of veggie pretty much. And then of course I got my ganja. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I do when I come home is I just work work around the house and the garden and make sure everything's ready so when I leave it it flourishes so I come back and get to eat it all <laughs> and smoke okay. it yes well and make edibles come on and tinctures yeah. and concentrates and all kinds of amazing things salves lotions soaps yep my mom makes the salves too and I use I use the ganja for that too very cool what's up everybody thank you guys all for hanging out we got my best friend amelia from texas in the house what's up girl uh we got sean azzy yo 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 we got scott weiss from underground roots we got dom mcdaniel thank you guys all for hanging out please share this to the base kids to rocksteady to all the groups uh let's get this party started so you play bass don't you mr kaya hall Yes, I actually started playing bass for Strictly or for Sensi Trails. Uh, as as Strictly Skunk, I was doing uh, lead guitar and vocals, and I was writing bass lines for my songs and all that. Um, so I was familiar with the bass. But uh, when Kyle had reached out to me through Bandmix, he was wanting a, a bass player, and I had I had had this epiphany at a Revolution show like years before. I was like up at the front and they were playing so high and this the bass was just rocking and then Marley like stopped and it was like everybody's breath kind of held for a second. It was like, boom, and he hit the note again. It's just rocked so hard. I was like, I want to do that. Like, I want to be in control of that fucking frequency right there. So when Kyle hit me up and was like, oh, I'm looking for a bass player. I was like, huh. And um, what was out at the time was the Prohibition album, which is the five songs with like, puppetry and my flame and and all those ones bad sibling and um so i those were the songs that i listened to and i was like these are, these are dope and on the way over i i just like put them on repeat and then we we hung out and jammed and pretty much after then i was like i'm gonna play bass for sensi trails <laughs> like and so we went on tour we played three shows and those three shows um got me the money to pay to buy my first bass that i ever had and it was a true story, a true love story. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah, straight up. It was like, it just kind of happened. Like it wasn't, wasn't like I played in bass my whole life or anything. I just, I had done it and I was a guitarist and I really wanted to do it. And 
now after four years of playing with Cincy Trails, I feel like I'm a pretty good bass player. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know, there is just something about that low and fatty boom, boom bass that will make you switch to the other side. Yeah, I come to bring the boom, boom now. oh yeah let's talk about the first bass that you bought what is it is it one of the ones behind you or those guitars so these are actually guitars i i left my bass at rehearsal last night because we were expecting it rehearse today otherwise i would have it with me i rock a five string ibanez now um my first bass i had was also a five string ibanez it was just but it was just the basic model like it's probably like 350 bucks from Guitar Center. I, all I wanted was five strings and an active pickup because I want the active pickup, extra boom, five strings, extra boom, you know, just bring that. And um, my first cab I used was, it was just, I got it off of OfferUp. It was a, a custom-made cab that was two 15-inch cones that were wired up all crazy and, um, and uh, Behringer, like 300-watt head. And that pushed so hard. That was the, the first time when we played Cali Roots and we just kind of bonsai set up on the lawn and did that whole thing. That was what rocked that whole area was that one 300 watt head with 215s just pumping. <laughs> and, then, and then eventually we were playing a show and one of Kyle's old um, high school friends, he, uh, he had this bass that had been laying around and he saw our show and he was like, man, this thing needs needs to get some use out of it and and he and he was drunk when he told me this too so i was like yeah right this guy's gonna give me his days and like two shows later he shows up with the with the bass case and this bass and it was pretty much it was the same it was like an ivanez five string active pickup but it was like three four hundred dollars like better and um so that's the bass that i currently play it was it was by corbin it was the guy who gave it to me corbin you're the shit um, play, it, play it all the time play it every night play it at every rehearsal it's been recorded on the last album um it's gonna be recorded on this next album stoked on that um and then now i play through mark bass as my cap i use okay. a i use a mark bass uh four four by ten and um the mark mini tube and it's 800 watt it's tube and solid state so you can blend them um because i use some solid state pedals i use them um, effects base effects um yeah wow so fancy mr kaya my goodness i wish i had my rig here it's at rehearsal i would i would dive into that i'd show you guys how i rock with everything but well you know what that means you'll just have to come back on at a later date and show us your skin yeah i'll go through a one two at rehearsal or something fuck yeah i would love that let's check this chat really quick with quick what's up aaron wolf Thank you for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, we got Mama Can too in the chat. What's up, Mama? We got Jeremy Hill from Ohio. We got Joe Jackson. He says, Brother Kaya Hall. <laughs> yes, repping the Dub Shack. Yes, Dub Shack. That's actually when we were going to burn. We played a, a, a festival for them called May Days. And it was a badass event out in the middle of Joshua Tree at Joshua Tree Lake an RV resort. So it was just this pond out in the middle of the desert. Like when I first saw it, I was like, Joshua Tree Lake, like what? There's water out there. <laughs> right. Up, it's a little oasis out in the middle of nowhere. And there's all camping for RVs, for tents, for everything, big stage set up. Um, they had Rick Hayes and uh, Gary Dredd do a thing there. They did uh, 
Dan Kelly and Zeb did their thing, did our thing. Cat Hall, who was on here, I believe last week, right? Tomorrow, oh yeah so um she was there as well well yeah these guys elite solutions they um grow this is um the dub shack kush cake you could see that dub shack kush cake it's a cherry pie crossed with girl scout cookies oh okay. we're flying around at the festival Making me hungry. Uh, Love Shack merch all over, customized by your screen. Yeah. Hell yeah. Someone drop that Dub Shack link in the comments, please. I actually am unable to comment on my own chat. Now, isn't that a shame? Um, I love you all so much, though. You know I do. What's up, Paul? Thank you for hanging out with us. Um, Scotty McCove Light in the chat. What's up? Yo, yo, yo. Salvador. Uh, oh my God, we got Blake Bushy in the house. What, what? I love me some Blake Bushy. I uh, met him through the Underground Roots and I was like, I don't know what you're selling, Mr. Blake Bushy, but I want some of it. He seems like a whole brand, you know? <laughs> that's that's kind of where I'm trying to go with the Case Kong thing, you know? Actually, promotion. Okay, Skunk, what's up? We got hats for sale. <laughs> so let's talk about K-Skunk a little bit. Yeah, so actually that became from Strictly Skunk. Uh, me and Travis created Strictly Skunk, and this was when I was in high school. And um, we went by K-Skunk and T-Chronic, because it was Kaya and Travis. And like K-Skunk and T-Chronic was Strictly Skunk. Um, so I've kind of just uh, ran with that since. And, um, Trying to brand case skunk. I've got, I've got this little guy here somewhere. So yeah, this is a little a case skunk. It's a little skunk with a with a blunt and his little K necklace. He's a little gangster. <laughs> so cute. Yeah, and then the the other classic ones. Uh, yeah, I've got them somewhere around here. But yeah, I've just kind of been running with the whole skunk idea. Cool. So where do we buy your merch at, Kaya? So you can go to caseskunk.com. And then also the best place is at a Cincy Trill show or a Strictly Skunk show. Hey! Surely we'll sign it up. You know, you can get some Cincy gear too. <laughs> it's a really cool show. We always have dope openers. Um, we're actually playing this weekend at Sea Legs, which is um, on Sunday. It's up in like the Huntington Beach area. And it is one of the coolest venues, I think, in the area because it is a stage on the sand right there in front of the beach. You can you can post up on the actual beach right across the boardwalk way and like grill up, have a canopy, a whole beach day and be listening to music blasting right at you. It's badass. And it's and it's all ages, too. So we have a bunch of fans that are that are, um, you know, kids or just not 21 yet that have to miss the club shows and it's really awesome you get to go out to the beach have a nice day at the beach and see some music um we're actually opening up for ian young who you know, he he did the production on uh, our first album and number numberless amounts of other people's albums and he's got his, his own music that's amazing in its own respect so it's gonna be a good it's gonna be a good night for sure or a good uh day because awesome. uh, 
So I've, I've seen um, a lot of videos and photos from Sea Legs. Unfortunately, I've never been able to go myself, but there's a young performer who gets on stage a lot and he raps and sings. What's his name? James. James, yes. Yeah, yeah, James, our buddy. He, he actually got up with us on stage at that festival I was telling you about the May Days. Yeah. He, he sings K-Bong's verse and just living with us <laughs> it's pretty awesome he actually has his own like he's got his stickers now and um it goes by ross james he's he's awesome and his his family his mom and dad are, are really cool for having him exposed to so many good people and so much good energy and just breaking that boundary of you know having he's got no stage fright he's got nothing like that he just gets up there and he's like what's up it's ross james in the house <laughs> i love that so much and yes it's so important to stress that you know children at such a young age can absorb good things and bad things and when you expose them to things like that and they're able to absorb them you know and you push them in the right direction oh my god just the amazing things that can come out of that ah, it makes me really right. excited right yeah for sure 100 and then you hone that in and next thing you know you've got you've got another another little star rocking, rocking around yes you know? pretty badass you know oh yeah we got yeah. allison brown in the house allison brown what's up girl Jesse Duran, what's up, girl? What's up, Cat, Cat Benson. We got the whole. It's late for all these coasters over there. It's like ten o'clock for you guys, huh? Hey, this the party's just starting, baby. It's after yeah. dark over there, not here. We're still waiting for the sun to go down, but yeah. Yeah. After dark after dark. Let's see, uh, Scott Weiss, Kaya, tell us about the Rasta striped telly oh okay so on tour um uh pre-covid the tour we did so was that like 2019 or something um we had done a couple shows in florida and a family friend of mine um a guy who was part of my parents wedding like my parents had known him since forever and um we were we were good buddies when i was a little kid hadn't seen him in years came out to a show and he ends up ends up that he uh, builds custom guitars and he was showing me all these custom guitars that he's built and um, all these different kinds and, and whatnot. And, and he, he had been going through and I saw a Telecaster and I was like, Oh man, like if I got, cause I have the guitar that I play with, I played with Strictly Skunk is this one. And this is um, a Les Paul, like a Gibson Les Paul, um, it's called the Copyright Series. It's made by a brand called Bernie. And they pretty much, they built it exactly to the T how Gibson did and sold them for way cheaper. And they oh, got nice. they got copywritten and they got like, like canceled. So only so many of them were made. And so this is one of them. And this is the Randy Rhodes custom, which Randy Rhodes is my favorite guitarist like of all time. Randy Rhodes is the shit. So this is what I would play, but it's a freaking, this thing is heavy as shit. It's, it's dope. It gets some good tones and all that, but wasn't exactly what I was kind of going for. And the other guitar that I would play would be this one, which is an Ibanez and it's an RG series Ibanez. This is like a shredder. It's got like the super flat neck. It's got the floating bridge, the Floyd Rose. It's like, this is ready for just like, ah! 
which is not exactly what I was going for either. It's a badass guitar, but you know, I was like, if I were to get another guitar, I would get a telly. And so fucking him and my mom, I guess, like schemed this whole thing up and they got in contact with the guys. And while we were on tour, they're like, oh, we have to make a pit stop. We're getting you something, but we can't tell you what. And I'm like, okay, like, you know, and I and I woke up at, at Scotty's house. Scotty's the guy who made it. And he pretty much was like, come check this out and opened up this guitar, which the guitar case in itself. Let me just show you this guitar case. <laughs> it is a whole show and tell this evening, you guys. I am loving it. Dude, look at this thing. It's, if you can see, it's alligator skin. So like, yeah, speaking of Florida, straight <laughs> alligator skin, like fucking case. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Dude, that is so dope. Yeah, and then I open it up and it's this guy inside of it. It's completely custom. Everything was made in USA. Um, it started out with the pickups. So he he like heard these pickups and first thing he thought was vintage telly, ultimate reggae telly kaya telly and he built the guitar around these are they're called the golden gate pickups and it has the vintage um vintage capacitor i believe is what it's called this which is like the wiring and everything inside of it okay um this pick guard he um custom shaped to himself the the fret inlays these are um cr crushed opal you can like see how it's kind of shiny that's all crushed opal in there which my shit is stones like i rock stones i have a bunch of crystals and different gems and stuff in my room and so to have a crushed opal inside of it is like so dope and then the headstock has pot leaves on it and says k skunk right there oh my god yeah. and dude, so it's, his company is called atticus guitars you guys want to get a custom guitar made he's out in florida atticus guitars everything was sourced from he had like three or four different people that he works with at all. One guy got the neck and shaped the neck. The other guy helped him shape the, the telly body. Um, you know, it's just like, it was a kind of a group effort. It's got the locking, um, the locking uh, tuners. Holy shit. It, it's fucking ridiculous. I was like beside myself, like, didn't even pinch me, I'm dreaming. And then we had it with us the whole tour. And like every night we'd get to a hotel room, like, bring the guitar in the hotel room, like bring it in. Like I was like on this thing, like, oh my God, now it's home and it's safe. And it's like, uh, it's in my studio. Damn, Jeremy's yeah. saying, plug it in. You want to plug it in? I don't have any amps in here right now. I don't have anything set up in here. All of my shit is at rehearsal, so. Oh, shit. Well, we, we got Mikey Shades in the house. What's up? Oh, Mikey boy. Shades. <laughs> um, yeah, that is an insane. I should have set an amp up. That, well, you know, we have all the time in the world. This is the Kaya Hall show tonight. So whatever you want to do, you do. Don't make us force you to play oh, guitar. Oh shit. Next time we can just go through the whole bass rig and check out the guitar and we'll do we'll do a whole nother uh one two of that stuff. Hell yeah, we're gonna do the whole shabam bam. Uh what's up, Junior? How you doing? He says, shout out Kaya Hall, much love, bass player. Shout out Junior. What's good, man? 
<laughs> uh, and Scott Weiss says he's not hitting on you, Kaya. He's hitting on your guitar. <laughs> yes, it is. Fuck, man. I don't blame you. She is a sexy one. <laughs> Fuck yeah. So we were talking before we went live a little bit and you said that you are actually leaving on tour next Tuesday, right? Yeah. So the moment we've been waiting for for years, we're fucking playing Cali Roots. We got we got booked for Cali Roots before COVID happened and it was like all that shit happened and it got postponed two years we're like oh my god are we even gonna still play it and yes we're still on it we're going hard it's we're playing saturday um we play on the um the second stage and i believe we are like one of the one of the first i don't actually know our exact set time but we play saturday and we're gonna be there early so get there early saturday uh, and we have a whole we have a whole tour booked after that we're um we're heading up to oregon and Washington, I had it pulled up here. Yeah, so we play Cali Roots, and then we head up, we play Bend, Oregon, and then Spokane, Washington. Um, and then we play a festival out in Montana, um, Minneapolis, uh, Chicago, Salt Lake City. Yeah, we're, it's, it's, another, it's another one. We've been, we've been kind of running since January. Um, so how many months are you guys gonna be on the road? So this one is a two month one. Um, we were on the road uh, with uh, Pacifier for um, a week in January out in Florida. And then we did a month with Pacific Dub in February. And then we were home for like five days and started on our last tour that was seven weeks. And um, that was us when we had a couple of different openers. We had Cat Hope and Forrest, uh, Bonsai, uh, Galen, a bunch of other local openers um and then now we've been back for about three weeks and getting ready to leave again for two months so Amen. i bet you are so excited now are you packed yet <laughs> what the do you most important question what do you think <laughs> hell you've done, no you've done this before what hell you... no dude i throw everything in a bag the fucking night before and that is a true story I am actually a, an overpacker. I I bring everything, but I do it last minute and I pull my hair out like, oh my God, it was on the shit. Sure, yeah. Awesome. So were you like that uh, when you took tests like in high school and shit? Did you wait till the last minute to study? Did you do uh, your papers last minute, like the night before? Yeah, school was, I mean, some subjects were hard, but school was fairly easy for me. I just like, I just did my homework and got good enough grades to pass and kind of just got through it. I don't know, but I definitely procrastinate like, like big projects and stuff. Oh yeah. I would, it would be the night before I'd be like, ah, I get it all done, but then I'd get a good grade and, you know, move on. But definitely procrastination was my, my high school, um, thing that got me. Was that you too? Yeah. That's still me to this day. Procrastination. Yeah. I tell you what, uh, we got Brittany Latimer in the house. What's up, What's up girl? How you doing? Uh, what did mom say? Mom says, how did you know the bass was what she wanted to do? Mom, we already went over this. My God, you weren't paying attention. He what? heard the bass and the bass made a move. And the next yeah. thing you know, he's throwing down a groove. 
yeah that was good yeah exactly that that's how, I, that's how it happened in the dr seuss book of case cook <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah man that's really exciting i really love to know that you were able to transition to the other side um there's something very special about that base uh do you have uh, many bass players you look towards for inspiration or is it more you know uh a case skunk thing so yeah i mean um i have been to many uh dead and company shows and my, my parents were deadheads growing up so watching there's there's been a couple different bass players that have played with them um watching that kind of just that whole jam groove and how they're just all over the neck that's that's kind of like always was mind-blowing to me and then um specifically growing up i always thought cliff burton was a badass like that was yeah. just one of the things i saw him just shredding fucking bass solos like who would do bass solos you know like like that was badass and then um dude the the bass solo on orion yeah that's that's the specific one i remember seeing the video of him just like long hair and just fucking getting it. I was like, holy shit. That's I'm going to have to send you, I sell um, shirts on Etsy, Cliff Burton shirts and stickers and shit. Oh, you I do? Have, so, I you know. have a shit ton, so I'm going to have to send you one. So what's you, up with the Cliff Burton? Yeah, so you can cut it up and make it look yeah. all sexy-like. Yes. <laughs> Let's see. Joshua Hamilton, Kaya, you're your bend fam sends vibes looking forward to seeing sensi june 1st gosh we're looking forward to going river rafting with you buddy i've i've told all my uh our tour manager is going to be with us this time and i told him about last time we went river rafting with josh down the deschutes um river they have like a blow-up boat and it um John ended up being asleep, so he wasn't there for that one. But me, Jordan, and Kyle, and Josh, and Dave, who are friends of my parents from when they were kids on Dead Tour back in the day, like crazy, crazy long time ago, you know, like so super cool to go over there and see, hang out with them and go down the river to the Deschutes River. They like taught us how to river raft as we were doing it. Like we killed it. It was, it was badass. <laughs> so bend is a special special place right like magical shit happens there wait no no yeah bend oregon i believe that bend oregon is a extremely beautiful and an awesome place it's i don't know what you're talking about magic what kind of magic wait is that the place there's a bunch of breweries my mind is kind of like josh might be able to help you with that josh where um, are you going to there's a lot of breweries there. Um, what is that one specific brewery? Damn, it's it's not, I, I can't remember. Anyways, I think it's been, it'll come to me later, but Oregon in general is a super fucking special place. And I just think magical things happen there. Um, and that's what I think, okay, yes. What did mom say? Oh Lord, swipe right or left already. Mom, he's a taken man, please. I wasn't hitting on him. I was hitting on his base. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, the base is pretty cool. So access to the car is what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, how, Jesse asks, how long have you been growing your hair? Okay. Just so, actually, let me, let me figure this out. Cause I didn't, I tell people this, but I don't know if it's true. 
So I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was a senior in high school, or I was a junior in high school when I got my dreads. And then the last time my hair was cut was in fifth grade. So I started growing it out since it was shaved in fifth grade. And then when I got it dreaded, it was probably about like to here. And then it shrunk up and now it's freaking, I, last time my mom was like, how long are your dreads? They're so long now. And she measured it with one of those um, like sewing measures. And they're, they're all about two and a half feet long. So, wow. so that's like 13 years, I think. 13 or 14 years. Well, let me tell you one thing, Kaya. If there's one thing we love here at the Sunshine Show, it is measurements, damn it. Measurements. So, yeah, that's that's like a that's like a five foot span, yo. What's what's good? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um next question. Kaya is such a dope name. Do you have siblings with cool names? Um, my sister's name is Sydney, which that's a cool name. She's a cooler person than the name is, I think. My sister's dope as hell. She um she works um, in the medical cannabis field um, out here in San Diego, and right. she actually just got promoted to where she um is in charge of like Ramona, San Diego, and Calexico, and she distributes for uh one of the states called Phantom or Fathom something like that, and um she like puts the products in all the different legal dispensaries all over so she's bringing health to people and giving people um ease in their in their times of need you know oh how nice yeah um all right next question ask kaya about his sewing skills uh, <laughs> well we're in the perfect place for that i sewed all of these all these pillows did I you did you really I actually let me give you a tour of the studio I created this whole studio this year. Okay, I'm gonna put you on full on full speaker view, so I'm gonna be quiet so everybody can just listen to you. Okay. Okay. Check it out. So, there's this couch that I made. This was out of all um, like wall studs. Just built this guy with the little storage underneath, and then got the the cushioning off of Amazon, cut it to shape. Got this stuff at Joanne's Fabric Store, and. Um, you know, put it all on, put it together, made made my little bench seat, and then re uh, reused pillows that were like old and not good anymore. Got this fabric, sewed them up. Yours truly. <laughs> I actually YouTubed how to how to use a sewing machine and use my mom's sewing machine. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. Uh, yes, that's exactly what happened. And then speaker <laughs> uh, stands I made from just leftover wood that we had laying around the garage. This um, desk that all of my studio stuff is on, this is a door. It's just a, a door that's really big and you're supposed to cut them to size. We just used the whole door and put it on at the top. And then this was like a runner, carpet runner that was in my room that happened to be the exact size of the door. Screwed it to it, badass. Um, my homegirl came by and did this K-Skunk Productions. She actually drew that for me when we were in high school and I was just telling her one day I want to have a studio and all this shit and she drew that for me. And then I found it, showed it to her once I built the studio and was like, you have to come draw that in my, or do it in my studio. And she did use the projector and, you know, put it on the wall. And then all this stuff, all the soundproofing stuff I got from Amazon. It's my mom's bookshelf. <laughs> that, was the, that was the one thing she was like, you got to leave all my books. And I was like... Ah! 
<laughs> it's, it's way good for soundproofing. That's perfect. Like, it's super dense. <laughs> Dude, fucking A. That is amazing. Little, little mushroom lights. Oh, yeah, mushroom lights. Let's go. Ah. Yeah. That's what that that's very inspiring. I'm sure for myself and I'm sure for so many people watching at home. Look at Kaya Hall. He YouTubed how to sew and used his mama's sewing machine, you guys. Yeah, and I actually um redid the bobbin or whatever, which is supposed to be so crazy. I don't know where it was like, oh, if you have to do the I don't know. I YouTubed it. Done. <laughs> So I used to, uh, about seven years ago, I had a band called Picklefish and I always made the guys dress up really nicely. We did like jazz and blues and reggae and shit, but I didn't want them wearing shorts. I always wanted them to wear ties and bow ties and hats and fedoras and shit, but like cool looking bow ties and ties are fucking expensive. So I just, I started making them all myself. Oh, and the little pocket squares. Oh. Hell yeah. I had a rust, a bow tie. I wore to prom. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That is adorable. Everything. About, you're just so adorable, Kaya. Ah, thank you. Appreciate it. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's see what's up. Scotty says Sedona, Arizona. Is that where you guys are going on tour? Oh, yeah. We, um, I believe we are going to Arizona. Yeah. I have to look. There's been so many. There's been so many dates since January. I just can't keep up at this point. This lighting, you guys. I don't know what to do about it. I'm like, hey. <laughs> Is mine doing that? Mine's not doing that. Right? No, it's my blind. The light. The sun's coming down. Um, Sedona, Arizona. Well, um, on this on this next tour, I do not see anything in Sedona, Arizona. But Sedona is beautiful. Northern Arizona, Southern Utah is just, that's one of my favorite places in the United States. That and the Pacific Northwest are like, where it's at, the Grand Canyon area, all those red rocks and all that, all that stuff out there in South Utah. What's up, buddy? What are you doing, Tadpole? You want to come say hello to everybody? Come on. Say hello. This is Tadpole Miles, Thelonious Monk. <laughs> i love him so much um okay you guys there's so many people here supporting you today kaya everybody loves you so so very much and just thank you for taking time out of your day to hang out with us paul says river rafting is a blast my old journeyman when i was electrician was a tour guide he used to take his raft and we worked and it was a blast i went river rafting one time in uh crest or right outside crested butte colorado and it was very fun i can't attest to that um sean azzy the uh wait did you have something to say about the river rafting no i just said we're stoked to go again and now we have two other johnny's not going to be sleeping this time we're going to make sure he's awake and we have our tour our tour manager is going to be with us and he's he's young and excited for it so we're going to give him the time <laughs> oh yeah um have you next question have you guys played in montana before and are you excited about coming to butte um no i believe that we have not played montana before if my memory serves me correct um and yeah we're super excited that that festival um 
we heard about I'm pretty sure it was something at the same place or maybe it was the same festival we heard that it was a really good time and I mean Montana is just a beautiful area anyways so we're we're excited about it and I'm and I'm pretty sure we're flying out to that one so that's always nice too when we get uh, flying and yeah flying and just have a nice time and not worry about you know everything is fly back nice very nice yeah what is up hi man in the chat hi man hi man hi man uh let's see lens has a little story that was the first conversation i ever had with kaya i knew he was a cool motherfucker after that just a jack of all youtube trades and pretty okay at playing the bass <laughs> Yeah, I definitely have utilized the tube 100%. Well, fucking A, I'm telling you, I wish I would have had the tube when I was growing up because I'll tell you, I would be a master of all motherfucking trades. I mean, the kids these days, they are literally six years old watching the YouTube busting ass at everything they try. It's true. It's honestly true. I mean... A lot of the stuff, like, like just in the studio, like from building stuff around the house, just there's so many things that just like, or my mom will ask me something. I'll be like, type what you just asked me in on YouTube and <laughs> learn it in like two seconds, like literally. And she's like, oh, wow, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I call my mom Google actually, because uh, anytime I always call it, ask her anything when I should just be Googling it myself. And she literally just Googles the fucking answer and it's like, pretends like she's an expert. I love it. I love well, it. Now we've got this Siri thing too. So we don't even have to type it in. We just click a button and be like, what is this answer? I need to know. And, and <laughs> uh, let's see. We got Nick Simone. Good dude right here. Oh, so Nick, actually, by the way, these tattoos all this this beautiful art was done by nick simone whoa i was going to ask you about that talk about the sessions so he has irie art and ink is the place look at this one. Oh my god yeah so fucking badass um irie art and ink he's out in buckeye arizona that's metatron uh, that's metatron's cube meta yep mm -hmm. and then um so he's out in Buckeye, Arizona. We met from, uh, was playing um, Viva Arizona. It was like a festival out there and he had, he had like a tattoo booth kind of thing going on. And I had three tattoos on the back of my leg that a friend had done for me. It was a slightly stupid skull, a Cottonmouth Kings, like the King, KMK with crown, and then a Revolution R. And she butchered my leg. Like it was some of her first tattoos and I just let her do it in my buddy's room and it was bad. So he fixed those up, all three of them, and like 45, I had like 45 minutes before I went on stage, and he blasted all three of them on, put color in them, made them way better. Actually, you can kind of see these ones. The Slightly Stupid, and then the KMK. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. But yeah, he, he killed it in like 45 minutes, and I went on stage with like my pant leg rolled up, like, <laughs> and played the set. And after that, he was like, he was like, I want to tattoo you. And so over the next couple like months, we went back and forth with a bunch of ideas. Like I sent him just a bunch of different patterns and stuff. And he put them into his um, his like iPad that he works with on. And we just came up with this collaborative idea of, of this. And um, so the first session we went, I went to, I went out to Arizona and um, it was nine and a half hours and it was just all the lines 
got all the line work done of everything, nine and a half hours. Let that heal up. The second session was 11 and a half hours. And that was, that was this pattern colored fully, this pattern colored fully, this colored fully, and this colored fully. And we, we just had um, the orange, like the brick kind of brick and orange and yellow to yeah. finish. And so we did one more session and he came out here. He actually did it in this studio right here, <laughs> like right there. Wow. And, and we finished up um, this one um, here. And then we're just, we're gonna do one more session and get some of the colors kind of hard to pack in once this way we were calling this the swell bow because after 11 and a half hours, my elbow was like, was like huge. My hand was all puffy and there was so much plasma like pushing out that it was, Kind of hard for him to get those lighter colors in there so we're gonna do one last session and just put put the last of the shit in that didn't quite go in and touch up the little little stuff and i since i the reason we did three sessions and like knocked it out that that hardcore was because i wanted to get it all done before i left on this huge tour for this year so i didn't want like a half done full like a full like half sleeve but halfway done so we just kind of went crazy with it and did as much as I could take and as much as his brain could take you know it's like yeah. him sitting there for the hours just like looking at line after the the line work to do all these in the very beginning like just that lined out session like he was toasted because it's just it's totally like a thousand little perfect and everything matters and like oh no yeah so much yeah. respect for tattoo artists I have and especially for Mr. Nick he is the shit and if any of you guys want to get some really dope work done hit up nick simone i actually have his cards here tattoo nick <laughs> look at these legit ass cards these cards show you how dope he is just look at that what hell yeah that is what's up i uh, i actually do the marathon sessions as well i did my back piece um i think it was four four nine hour sessions but it was like, I can't imagine do like, oh my God, that's so much work on like your little arm, 11 fucking hours. Like, oh, I was like halfway or probably like seven hours in the first time. There's like a Mexican food place across across the street. I went over and like got some got some food and like took like four or five tequila shots and then got some white cars. I was like, fucking, I'm drinking. Like, you know, you know, I know you're not supposed to because of your blood and all that, but I was like, I, this is seven and a half hours in like i need something now <laughs> i was like oh, yeah. smoking yeah. points and shiz like this is not working I need something yeah. <laughs> been there been there and then both my thighs i did um each of them were one session is that the back of your thighs yeah my whole uh from my ass down to the back of my knee and that i did all in one session um outline and color all in one yeah and my tattoo artist he's just a beast he's super fucking fast um and uh jedediah reed out of element tattoo in san antonio texas he's done all my work since since fucking i was 17 years old my first tattoo i i told my mom i was getting i said i was gonna get a mom tattoo i came home with a whole fucking half sleeve dude my oh, mom yeah. about shit her pants you know i'm like 17 years old <laughs> it's like i'm just gonna get one small tattoo it didn't happen oh that's great <laughs> yeah my my mom's rule was that i couldn't have any visible until i was like of age because my buddy austin who he's he's right here this guy 
he was a tattoo artist and he we ended up being a tattoo artist but before he was a tattoo artist he just had a tattoo gun and we would just fuck each other up and i have my my legs are like doodles all over just i just we would we would do it where nobody could see so we would just like doodle our legs and so yeah <laughs> he ended up actually being the first tattoo i got visible was was austin after he had passed away and then I started with this arm and all these different things. Persevere, by the way, that is, if you have one word to live your life by, persevere. Word from Case Kunk. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's what's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful work you have there. Um, and dedication, that takes a lot of de dedication. Those hand tattoos are nothing to fuck around with. Hurts so fucking bad. Oh my God. I was like, I want to look so cool. <laughs> like, yeah, I hurt. Like, actually, I would say that the hand and the elbow were the two, two, like, ow. Yeah. Everything my hurts. Don't get me wrong. People, some people are like, ah, fucking tattoos don't hurt. Bullshit. Yeah. Tattoos, no matter what. But some parts just hurt a lot worse than other parts. Yeah. Mine for me, I have an autism awareness tattoo on the back of my neck. Um, and that's also where I got my mom tattoo. But since the autism awareness one is a bit bigger, holy shit, like just drilling your neck and having to stay still. It just like people who get their neck tattoos done right here, just like hats off. Cause I don't know how they could sit still and do that. Uh, Nathan's got that. He's got the like, owl on his neck. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And then I have, oh, no. I have a lip tattoo as well. I've had a couple of friends that did the lip as well, and all of them said that it, they didn't even feel it. Did that yeah, one hurt? It, yeah, it says killer. It it um because they're joke tattoos, obviously, right? So I ain't a, I ain't a killer, okay? Um, I <laughs> I got it with a friend. Psycho Killer is my favorite song, and uh, she got Psycho. I got Killer. Hello, is that beautiful or what? Uh, that's a pretty good friendship tattoo yeah but no it really did not hurt at all my neck for me was the worst my ass i loved it i'm like let's do this all day long like this feels good <laughs> yeah you know i've heard it's like the the bonier parts and that made a lot of sense for me with my hand and my elbow because i was like god damn all the stuff that was a little meatier and like a little more on there it didn't didn't quite hurt as bad but I can imagine the chest too, the collarbones, all that. Like, woo. Right. Woo, woo, woo. all right, Zachary Keeley in the chat. Much love for me and the ZC Keeley fam. Check out Chant featuring K Skunk. Yes, actually, when you said Zachary Keeley, I was like, my man. ZC Keeley is a badass band out of Arizona. Actually, tattoo Nick, Nick Simone, he also um, has tattooed Zach as well um we have a song together called chant badass check it out nice one of, it's one of my favorite um features i've done it's it's pretty badass uh i got to interview the boys last night and we had such a great time just talking about arizona and dc keely and they're all so kind and humble humans yeah i love those guys shout out boys Black we gotta get together on a show soon or come out and see one of ours or we'll come out to one of yours hell yeah you guys if you have any questions for for handsome mr kaya hall over here uh guitar player turned bassist uh i don't know if that's accurate 
I'm not sure if that's completely accurate. Do you actually still play guitar as well? Yeah, that was that was why I was so stoked when I opened. I was, I kind of was getting an idea that like there was something probably to do with the musical instrument when they were like, oh, we got to pick something up for you. Um, but I was totally thinking it would be a bass, if anything. And I opened it up and it was a guitar. And that was, that like made me so happy because, you know, playing the bass so much and playing with Sensi Trills so much, I haven't, I haven't been playing the guitar as much as I normally would have. So now I have this freaking lovely beauty and it's like 100% inspired me to start playing more on the guitar. And, and, and then I just built the studio. So when I'm going to record and everything, like you always need a nice solid guitar sound you know for so it's perfect for tracking it's perfect for um bringing me back into the realm of the six strings because i've been i've been missing a string for a while i've been playing five hey oh yeah beautiful miss kylie asks hey baby what is your favorite song to sing favorite song to sing um well i she loves is always nice because the crowd just goes hard on that and everybody everybody loves it when me and Kyle both sing so I, I like she love um and then really anything that I do with Travis with T Chronic uh he uh if you guys haven't heard T Chronic look up his stuff he's all over YouTube and Spotify and everything he's he does hip-hop and so together at Strictly Skunk, we were like roots rock hip hop is what we called it. So it was like reggae and hip hop. And I would kind of hit the reggae side of it. And he would like, he has like super fast um, verses and he, does, he raps. And then I would also do some rap stuff with him and he'd also do some reggae stuff. So we'd kind of just blend it all in. Well, when he does his T-Chronic stuff, he's mostly just like rapping and then I'll kind of throw the reggae element in. And I've, I've featured on probably like four or five songs with him. But um Anytime I go come home and Travis is, has shows that are T-Chronic shows, I get to go up there and just rock the mic. No instruments, nothing. We just have a, a beat playing and it's just the two of us rocking it with the mics. That That is where it's at, you know, kind of just able to be there with the crowd and nothing in between you. Because it's kind of a barrier when you have an instrument sometimes, you know, you can you can still have that that contact with the crowd, but there's nothing like just a mic and you and like yeah what's up and you just get to hit it and i like doing the hip-hop stuff as well that's always fun Fuck yeah so are you feeling like i mean i know you're excited are you a little nervous like to get the tour going like what's going what what's the vibes going through you right now? i'm ready to be back on the road honestly i mean i love being home and being able to see my family and friends and stuff but like we have a lot of work to do we it's grind time for us so the more we can be on the road it's another it's like another we're just like getting this a little step closer you know just another showdown another another city hit more people more talking to people more uh interactions more getting the word out you know that's where we that's where we want to be and then also this this um this album when we get off of this tour we're going to work really hard on um recording this next album and we have a couple different ideas of how we're going to go about that. But that is, yeah, that, I don't know if I can say too much about that. No, 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 all good. We got to save a little something, something. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great, though. And all of you guys who have been to our shows, who have been hearing songs we've been playing, because we play all of our shit. Whenever we come up with a song, we'll come up with a song, and a week later, we'll play it live. 
like we just that's just kind of our thing so all those songs you've been hearing that you're like what the hell was that new album coming out they'll all be they'll all be ready and they'll be nice and polished and good for you nice nice kylie has one more question what about your favorite song to listen to when working in the garden oh shit I well, bet I, she knows all of them. I bet she could probably drop a couple in the in the uh, comments, right? To help yeah, you. Yeah. Well, I have I have an oldies playlist that I is my go-to. So like I listen to like old school, like classic rock. Um I have been lately on an elevators kick. Jackson, you my boy. Well, actually, all you guys are my boys. I love all you guys, but I've just been listening. Jackson's lyrics are fucking dope. The music behind it is badass like defy gravity and the castles albums are two amazing albums by the elevators but if i don't listen to that <clears throat> it is um the oldies and man i don't know it would be my favorite one to put on um i like stuff by the rolling stones like pretty much the off the top of it it's like beast of burden um, do it again silly dan band on the run by the wings life's been good joe walsh um like revolution the beatles diamond just put life's been good that she just put that in the comment section right yeah so you guys are on the same page all the time all right kylie and kaya how adorable is that um i did have a question about cat hall is that is it true or is it just a rumor that that's your twin sister that is so funny because when i very first ever heard about cat hall i was like what cat hall <laughs> she was she was in florida and i was like is this like my like long lost sister or something <laughs> i think i even before she moved out here i think i even reached out to her and was like whoa this is crazy like the halls you know and then um when she when she moved out here she started working with um a girl dada um she has a group called tomboys avenue and she is a Filipino artist. She does like um, some songs in Tagalog and um, some, I don't know some of the other languages, but um, she she makes um, reggae music and um, kind of like pop kind of music. And we do some stuff with her and Kat started working with her as well. So that was the first time we were like on something together. And it was like both of us on stage with Dada and Dada's like, oh yeah, like, like the brother and sister Cat Hall, Kyle Hall and like we were like okay we kind of like ran with it and it's not necessarily oh actually like I've got a this is Cat Hall right here oh I love it <laughs> yeah um yeah she's she's not no she's not my blood sister but she's my sister from another mister and actually on this last tour she opened up for us for the first I want to say like two weeks of the tour and um her dad was with her and and um was like driving with her from show to show so i got to meet mr hall and it was it was pretty cool i got to actually meet a couple of her family members i think i met her mom as well um and like some aunts her sister her sister got up and sang with her one of the nights oh uh, cool yeah yeah so it was like the whole hall family it was it was it was a cool experience to be out there with her i think it got us a little bit closer too oh uh, yeah um, now I can't remember for sure, for sure. Did but did we play a show together at Winston's at some point? I want to say yeah, because um you played with Part One Tribe, right? 
Soul Tribe. Soul Tribe. Soul Tribe. Yeah. I think that we played a show. Yes. Yeah, we did. And I yeah. think it was K Skunk. I don't know. Or I was strictly K Skunk. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. ah! okay. Yep. So cool. Yeah. Um, I love Winston so much. That was such a cool place. And I know that they. Was the first place I ever played. I was 15 years old. I was playing with Bunny Mystic and um, I was playing lead guitar for his band. It was a reggae band. And I met Carlos Culture there. He was doing the Club Kingston. And um, I ran up to Carlos and was like, I have this band, Strictly Skunk, and like, I'm trying to do this shit. Like, how do I do it? Like, can I get your number? Can I get you? And he was like, here, add me on Facebook. And like, um, I talked to him over the next couple of days, like all giddy. And he was like, just be persistent, man. Just like, you know, keep coming out, keep doing your thing. Keep. And um, he actually, our, our celebration album, Sensi Trails, um, he put on our, like our um, album release party at THC. And we like, um, he DJed for us and everything and put it all on rest in peace, Carlos Culture. He was the man. But uh, yeah, that was, Winston's holds a, holds a dear place in my heart because of all that. And it was like 15 years old, being able to get into the bars. I was like, I'm the coolest kid in town. <laughs> yeah, it was so awesome. Um, I remember him introducing us one night and, you know, we had opened for Bon Jovi and you know we're on tour and he's like the give it up for soul tribe they've opened up for bon jovi metallic like he just came up with all these like names of like famous bands that we never opened up for and i was like oh my god this is adorable he was the sweetest human ever dude his energy yep he was he would always he would always be like Yes, uh, or, or yeah, man. That was his thing. Yeah, man. <laughs> Love Kingston. Yeah, man. Um, all right, we got a few more questions. We're going to start wrapping this up. We've already been here for an hour. Thank you guys all for hanging out with us tonight. Time is very precious. You could be anywhere in the world, and you're here with us, and we appreciate it so very much. If you have any last-minute questions for Mr. Kaya Hall, please drop them in the chat. We'll get straight to them. Daniel is asking, and he has two questions. Um, first question is, do you play anything else besides guitar and bass? And second question is, do you have a favorite classic rock drummer? Um, he mentions that his is the late, great Neil Peart. Okay, so classic rock drummer. Man. That's a tough one. And I don't know a lot of the guys by name. Um, I did see Kiss and Def Leppard when they went on tour together oh, that's and funny. the fact that Def Leppard's drummer has one arm and relearned how to play the fucking drums with one arm and like foot pedals and shit was completely mind-blowing to me and seeing it in real life I was like what the fuck I'd seen it like you know on like videos on MTV or whatever YouTube whatever and but to see it in real life and every song rocking it the whole thing one arm I was like what the fuck crazy <laughs> Um, I saw Slipknot live and Joey Jordson fucking goes up sideways and fucking spins around and shit. Like, that was crazy. Um, I mean, the Grateful Dead, like whenever I see the Dead and Company, they have two drummers that are playing at the same time and they're in time with each other doing fills that are like, everything's seamless when you listen to it, but then you look at it and you're like, oh shit, that's two fucking, there's four hands hitting shit and it sounds good. And then they do drums in space um, during the inner, the, like the um, intermission kind of deal. 
they'll come back and then they like do a drums in space thing which is just crazy and they bring out all these like like drums from all these different cultures and then electronic ones that are crazy and so for drums that <laughs> <laughs> all the above uh -huh. and do you play any other instruments besides bass or guitar um yeah i can play the horn a little bit i have a trumpet that i mess around with very nice this one it's green like a case gunk horn would be <laughs> how cool is that yeah um the melodica mess around. I, I can do some key stuff i've messed around on the keys i've messed around on the on the drums too i, I like to do um percussion stuff me and jordy are actually gonna make something something some little pizzazz that's gonna go into our set here pretty soon so stay tuned Ooh, for that stay tuned let's um, see yeah pretty much that very cool very cool paul mentions that he saw um <clears throat> he saw him with both arms and with one arm dang i'm old paul age ain't nothing but a number baby that's actually really badass though and to and to see that you know like that guy is the definition of persevere okay like i said earlier if there's one word you can live your life by persevere is the word that's why i got it blasted across my whole freaking arm and that is the definition of that shit right there life tells you you can't you say fuck that and you do <laughs> absolutely uh sean Azzy, dead shows are all next level Lindsay, that slipknot cage was fucking badass and then she sums it up with fucking drummers man <laughs> oh yeah i think isn't that one of your shirts too i call the dibs on the drummer yeah <laughs> dibs on the drummer jordy enjoyed that shirt i showed him that i was like oh i forgot this one sunshine selling <laughs> very cool kylie last question for both of you what do you want for dinner if you can have anything right now you are so adorable because that kind of ties in with my next question but um can i go first although i feel like she may be asking that for you because maybe she's trying uh, to prepare dinner but i'll go first um i'm the one who cooks dinner around here oh do you really <laughs> oh that's what i want and then i'm gonna make it <laughs> <laughs> i love it um so if i could have anything right now I think I would want like a delicious, like um, they make these really good chipotle potato enchiladas at the vegan restaurant up the street, but but they cost like 24 fucking dollars. Um, and but they're so good and they have like rice and beans. Huh? That sounds fire. Dude, they're so chipotle good. Chipotle potato enchilada. Yeah. Let's go. I'm all about eating healthy. When we're on the road, that's what like we try to have like smoothies and salads and all this shit because it's like hard to you know keep yourself healthy and and all that. So if you eat good, it helps you know kind of boost all your immunity and stuff. And I try to like continue that when I come home. And that right there, chipotle potato enchilada, that's like healthy and tasty and dang, that's that's a good one so good with extra cilantro just because i love cilantro real quick before you tell us what you are going to eat for dinner we have jay bird with all the measurements in the chat what's <laughs> jay bird you got the measurements 
He's got, well, we're waiting on them damn measurements. We've been waiting a couple of months, but uh, I'll wait forever for you, Jay Bird. <laughs> Jay Bird's the man. Love you, buddy. He's so badass. What's up, Cassandra Castillo in the house? We still got Allison Brown, Deborah Mihil, Don McDaniel, Chrisella. What's up, girl? I've been waiting for you. Um, love all of you guys so much. So what, what do you think you would have for dinner if you could have anything in the world? And your baby's going to go to the store and get the ingredients for you if you need it. <laughs> to make it, yeah. Um, fuck, I don't know. Last night, we had sushi, which was... I didn't make that though. I didn't make that one. That one we went out for. But man, I don't know. I think one of our favorites is the salmon. You, you do like a honey glazed salmon. It's like garlic, honey glaze. Um, and then uh, either with like couscous or with like salad or rice or whatever with it. Um, I don't know. That's such a, that's such a on the spot question. Well, if you like oh, yeah. that, if you like that question, just wait for this one. A question I like to ask all of my guests is if you could throw a dinner party for any five musicians dead or alive, who would those musicians be and what would you serve at your dinner party? Since you already said salmon and couscous, that's not allowed, Mr. Kaya Hall and go. Oh, wow. Okay. So if it was for dead or alive musicians that was like you know if it was like gonna be that intense i would do the sushi i'd do like a gourmet sushi okay and then i would have to say wow um five yeah five. De definitely randy Rhodes would be there because randy Rhodes is the shit um we do randy Rhodes. i would have to i would have to have bob at the dinner like that would be that'd be crucial all musicians, Bob, Randy Rhodes, I would say Hendrix. Um, I feel like Les Claypool would be just a crazy person to hang out with, so him as well. And Jerry, I'd bring Jerry to the to the party. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that is a legit ass sushi party. Jerry, Les Claypool, Jimmy, Randy Rhodes. What did I say? Yeah, that would be pretty crazy. Yeah, I uh, at some point, like I envision, because I ask uh, Kylie saying Gene Simmons question mark. Yeah, Gene Simmons. I've, I mean, when you said it, I was thinking of people that I couldn't realistically ever have dinner with, because Gene Simmons is still around, and that's a possibility. That is a possibility. I mean, Kiss is the reason I started playing music. So, uh, once that gets out there enough, and we get big enough. Maybe I can actually invite Gene Simmons to my party one day. Dude, you totally could. I love this ambition that you have. It's beautiful. I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, he had a big play in a lot of in a lot of bands that um are became huge. He he had a lot to do with you know signing bands and doing all that stuff. So I know he's got his eyes in the in the industry. We just gotta just gotta get his eyes on us and then invite him to our dinner party. First person in the chat that can tell me who, what musician made me want to start playing music will win a sticker pack um, from moi. Um, and then the first person to tell me um, what Kaya's nickname in high school was will also win a sticker pack. 
Um, and this show is brought to you in part by Weird Audio. Get those guesses going in the chat. Um, who influenced me to become a musician, not person-wise? Well, they're person-musician-wise. And what was Kaya's nickname in high school? Doom, 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 Break the jump out in. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, these are great guesses. We got Bon Jovi, we got my mama. Well, of course, my mama, but that's not the musician I'm talking about. Skunk. I don't know. I don't know. Is skunk that is, is skunk your nickname from from middle, from middle school and high school? There's a little more to it. A little bit more to it. Who, what was Kaya's nickname in high school? First person to guess gets a badass sticker pack. And I have so many cool stickers, um, lots of cool stuff, lots of cool things. Uh, Scotty says, I'm back, bitches. <laughs> What's up, Scotty? Good to know. While well, everybody is running and jumping to put those comments, uh, Kylie, <laughs> Kylie, beautiful, beautiful soul, you have won <laughs> the sticker pack. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh my God. And Don McDaniel has also won the sticker pack. It is Willie Nelson. Yes, our two favorite people coming through. Yes. Okay. Hey. <laughs> nice. So, Willie Nelson, who inspired you to play? Yes, Willie Nelson. Um, I remember my great grandma like dancing, playing her harmonica at Austin City Limits, and I fell in love. I saved up enough money after high school to go record at Willie Nelson's um, studio, which is also Arlen's studio. That's a blind recorded at. Um, and Willie Nelson has motivated and inspired me throughout this entire journey. And I hope to God one day to meet him. I'm so close, but just not close enough. He called me to stage one time and he signed my album, but I like would love to like, you know, actually like get to meet him. That's really cool. I, I got to see him at um, the Hollywood Bowl and Phil and Friends opened up or is Phil and Friends and his son's band were the two. Uh, Lucas Nelson. Yeah. Which so. my son's name is Lucas. Uh -huh, that's awesome. Yeah, but I, I got I to gotta see him do his thing. And I was like, man, it's legendary. Pretty crazy. And they have the Hollywood Bowl stage. That was the first time I'd seen the rotating stage, you know? So like, as uh, his son was coming off, they're like, Bye. and they're like turning around and then Phil and Friends is coming around and they're like playing and I'm like this is crazy and then Willie shut it down and he had his son come out with him and Phil Lesh and all that badass so. oh yeah uh Chrisella says she was there at the Hollywood um bowl at that show nice nice yep I was there too awesome um all right guys we've had a really good time tonight um make sure you send me your addresses don has actually won the last three uh nights in a row and he refuses to give me his address because he thinks i'm gonna go stalk him now don just give me your address don okay just give it to me i want to send oh, you feel so much more comfortable <laughs> <laughs> give me the address don <laughs> 
You know what? It's safe to say Don Facebook stalks me so I can house stalk this mofo. Okay. Okay. I'm just joking, Don. You know, I love you so much. Um, all right. We're going to wrap this up. One more question before we get out of here. What is your best piece of advice for life besides persevere? Oh, man. I, I'd have to say is what Carlos said. Be persistent. Just never, never stop doing whatever you want to, whatever you want to do. Like be persistent, show your face, be there, be annoying. Be like, here I am. I'm going to be here and practice your ass off. You know, if you want to do something with that's has something to do with skill, like, you know, whether it's, you know, construction stuff. I used to, I used to do solar and, and landscape and construction and all that. And it applies the same way with really anything. It's just like, you know practice get better don't give up put your head down and say fuck you i got this i love that um i say that every day fuck you i got this and uh i suggest everybody at home go write that in sharpie on your wall so when you wake up in the morning you can see it every write it on your ceiling or yeah even better so when you're falling asleep and like in glow in the dark marker there you go we're on to something here <laughs> on the signs ceiling signs awesome you have anything else you want to say before we get going oh i had a good time here chilling doing this on the sunshine show thanks for everybody who came and joined and had part in the chat and everything and i hope to see you guys on the road and at the next shows and all around and we're gonna gonna hear more from your boy k scott Oh yeah, guys, make sure to follow Sensi Trials and Strictly Skunk for all things Kyle Hall and beyond. Um, tomorrow, I will be interviewing Cat Hall. I hope you guys can make it 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Until then, uh, make sure to be kind. You never know the um, battles that people around you are facing. Try to keep a smile on your face and stay safe out there, you guys. The world is a dangerous place. On three, let's say bye, Kaya. One, two, three. Bye. Bye. <laughs>